Okay. I feel like this one's going to be good. We're going to get into the swing. Yeah. Okay. Hello and welcome back to Flixers. This is a podcast where we watch bad Netflix films and there is a seagull yelling. I should close the window. I can hear it. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to close the window. Welcome back to Flixers. This is a podcast where we watch bad Netflix films and we try and fix them with uh, mixed success. <laughs> I'm Helena. And I'm Rosie. And this week we watched Senior Year. In Senior Year, a high school cheerleader falls into a coma before her prom. 20 years later, she awakens and wants to return to high school to reclaim her status and become prom queen. So we do one word reviews first, don't we, before we get into it? Yes. I actually did write, well, I wrote a two-word review. I'm so proud of you. I know this is technically my segment, but I did not put much effort into this one today. It's not my best work. If it's Australian, I'm going to laugh. <laughs> it's not Australian because as we've just found out until two minutes ago when I reread the summary, I forgot she was Australian. <laughs> I didn't watch any of the like, promo material for this, so I was like, are they going to make her Australian or are they going to like also to do an accent because it's set in america but she's an exchange student i think so i was like oh oh god i forgot rebel was australian <laughs> i was about to say i've never heard her do an american accent or like any accent in films even when it would like make sense for her to be american but that's not true have you seen the third night at the museum yes <laughs> she's british yes. it's terrible <laughs> Yeah, I, I forgot she was even in that. I haven't watched the third one in ages, though. The first one's the best. I love the Night of Museum films. Sorry, I, did, I didn't mean to... No, no, it's fine. ...drag you into nostalgia. <laughs> Speaking of nostalgia, my one-word review for this film is nostalgic. Yes! Mine's kind of similar. I said surprisingly realistic, and then I wanted to follow up with, with like, the 20... Like, the 2000s vibes, especially at the beginning. It felt very accurate the 2000s and I really appreciated that yeah it was pretty good I mean that was us like growing up yeah it was nice to see it had the same energy of a lot of those films from that time as well like I call them like red the red and white films like John Tucker must die she's the man like those kind of films it had very similar energy to that even Mean Girls I guess like similar kind of campiness similar kind of things but like updated I think they did it really well yeah, it was definitely a love letter to films of yeah. the 2000s, which I've been watching, actually, if you look on my letterbox. <laughs> that's all we've been doing recently. I haven't watched a film for three months, so I can't relate. Apart from Nope. But <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been a minute for me. When we, when did we go see that, dude? Because a week ago. I've lost like a week. <laughs> it was a week ago. Oh, my God. Anyway. Anyway. Do you have any letterbox reviews? So you liked this film. I did. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. <laughs> I I must say, looking on the letterbox reviews, people hated this film, mm. dude. I looked at them afterwards because I was like, I had a great time with this film. Let me see other people having good times. Literally, I'm just, I've got my own review up. Do you want me to read it? I had a great time with this and apparently was the only person who did. Was it the best film ever? Of course not. 
Was it a pretty fun and easy time? Hell yeah. I stand by that. Yeah, I I didn't think it was terrible. I mean, maybe that's just because we watch the worst of the worst <laughs> on Netflix for this podcast, but I'll I'll give you a five-star review from Letterboxd. Ooh. Someone said, a cinematic masterpiece. I've never been more captivated by a bad movie. I was entertained the entire time. This is what I look for in a movie. I wouldn't watch it again. Probably won't even recommend it. But I had a good time. That's the thing. It's not meant to be a good film. Like, I know that this is the whole point of this podcast, but, like, they're not trying to make some cinematic masterpiece. They're like, we're going to get Rebel Wilson to play a high schooler and it's going to be great. (laughs) And they were right. And they did great with that. Two reviews that disagreed with us and gave it half a star said, I have discovered what has set our country back 20 years and led to the reversal of Roe v. Wade. Good God. (laughs) That was topical, yet probably overdramatic. And the other half-star review that I found was, I feel like this was just an excuse for Rebel Wilson to say slurs. Oh my God, yes. I did, Mm, yep. (laughs) But there was actually a typo in that review and it says, slay slurs <laughs> oh my god <laughs> which made me laugh anyway i found one one star review that i want to mention it says my sister is an extra in this for the entirety of the scene she's in i will be staring at the background looking for her update couldn't see her day f- <laughs> day ruined therefore one star <laughs> Aww. That must suck. I'm sorry that the extra s- and the tag sister could not see her. The tag is Netflix and I love my sister. <laughs> That's Aww. really cute. That is very sweet. Also, that must suck. Like you get an extra, you get like an extra on. You're like, yes, I'm in one scene, but this is like I can point myself out, and then they cut it. Ugh. Tragic. I know, right? <laughs> sorry. Last one. <laughs> Half star, this is my 30s reason. Yeah, that is my favourite genre of letterbox review. (laughs) There's always one. When I look for them, every time I see, this is my 13th reason. And I'm like, yeah, this is my favourite, like, letterboxed meme. (laughs) Okay, I've got my notes up. They make zero sense without context, but we will decode them. (laughs) I didn't reread my notes, but I did skim like scroll really fast over them and the beginning seems very chaotic and in the middle i seem to gain a system (laughs) out of nowhere and they're so neat and then at the end it just falls apart again no idea what was going on there anyway anyway the film starts with a cold open i I guess (laughs) sort of it's the uh if you can instagram live apology right or am I thinking of something else? See, I didn't say what it was. I think it <laughs> I is. just put cold open with story. Okay, go on. I also, I put love the opening montage. So there must have been something going on. <laughs> there was, I think. Maybe it was. I see makeover compilation and high school speed through. We're hitting all the tropes today. So there must have been some kind of montage in there. Yeah, I think, oh, I think what it was, was it was like very like 2000s film. You have the montage of her like going to school, getting ready and stuff. In the start, there's the scene of her bowling at her birthday when this is 
1999. Yes. So a few years before the film, well, half of the film takes place. Because they play Bad Touch by the Bloodhound Gang. And I was like, oh, so they're really going in on the music. I love that. (laughs) And we see Blaine. Blaine, oh my gosh. The most 90s looking heartthrob. (laughs) My notes are making zero sense. Yeah, neither are mine. I said, why is she hated for being Australian? And then Avril Lavigne in capital letters. (laughs) She's not Australian. (laughs) Um, I have her dad works for Blockbuster. Hell yeah, in all caps. And then Dead Mom Alert. I feel like we need to keep a tally of yes. all the films that have the main character has a dead mom or dead dad or both. Um, yeah, we we find out her mom's dead like in the breakfast scene. I'm like, oh, you cooked breakfast? Oh, she grabs a banana. <laughs> <laughs> He's made this huge spread. I'm like, yes, a staple of teen film. Yes. <laughs> I just had. Did her mum die? Like, yes. I feel like we found that information out in a like shocking way. I wasn't expecting her to have a dead mum, but I should have really. Yeah, come on. It's, this is know. a teen film. She's the main character. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I put it's giving share like actually, then... but I don't know why it would have been giving share. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would have put that if share was happening i didn't see Cher at any point but if she was given i'll allow it <laughs> this is we do meet seth at this point yeah very sweet boy we meet a young seth they he picks her up in his car right or does they she yeah they, they drive to yes. school it's very much oh i know why it's giving Cher because they drive into school and it's kind of like the um clueless one of like the scenes in Clueless when Cher is driving in with. Oh, it's giving Cher, Cher from Clueless. <laughs> Clu- not Cher from Clueless. Cher the singer. <laughs> I think that's what I meant. <laughs> and then I just have I love that. not become sock, so I don't know what um dancing reference. I do to. have the sock in capitals. <laughs> I think maybe it was in the car. That's grim if that's true. <laughs> I might be making that up, but I, it's in under the driving scene section. So. <laughs> I also have, they play She's So High, and I've just written out the lyrics instead of any notes on the film, <laughs> so nice one. Um, okay. Then we meet Martha after they arrive at school. Mm-hmm. My comment is, Martha Iconic. is me. <laughs> I clearly related. Okay, but Martha has a lake house. If you've got a lake house, you're not telling me about. <laughs> no, I... we need to have words. She has a lake house. Yeah, I have Martha introduction dash. She has a lake house. That's where the party takes place. Oh yeah, that's why she hates her. <laughs> I know they're like friends, but she was mad at her for having the party, right? Yes, yes. Oh. I forgot about that. I forgot that that was a plot point. Um, yeah. So Martha is like. What's the main character's name? What's Rebel's name? Have I written it down? Please. Oh, Tiffany. So Tiffany and Martha are like technically besties. No, wait. Tiffany is the bad girl. Shit, hang on. Um, Steph. Steph? Steph. Okay. Is it? (laughs) Hang on. on, I think you're right. Tiffany is definitely... It is. It's Stephanie. Yeah. So Tiffany is... Tiffany is the one that pushes her. Yeah. We'll get to that. Sort of. So, okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's make some sense of this. Um, so, 
Steph is the main character, is, is the girl who's playing like young brother Wilson. And so Steph, and then there's Martha, who's like the nerdy, bookish, smart girl who's best friends with like the cheerleader, even though at the moment she doesn't like Steph because, as you said, like the whole lake house party incident happened because she didn't even i don't think she even invited martha to the party even though it's her lake house so i think she was like extra upset about it but yeah so like steph is kind of the like um obsessed with like popularity cheerleader she's very like oh well you couldn't come because you're like not popular and you know it's fine it's whatever it's the same with seth as well like Seth isn't as like popular so she doesn't invite him to do stuff I think yeah Um, Seth and Martha were her only friends they were the two kids at the bowling birthday party back in 99 yeah they were the only people that were her friends but then she got popular yeah because her mum died sort of (laughs) and she wanted to become like really popular (laughs) yeah and then yeah and she like got into like cheerleading and yeah okay but then she sort of ditches Martha and Seth yeah um do we see the party i don't think we do do we no i'm starting to think there wasn't even like the party didn't even happen because it was meant to be after prom right or like it was meant to be um yeah maybe sometime i just know that she has anyway. the key anyway because it comes up later yeah um then we meet tiffany yes who is a cartoon villain when she's younger Queen. and when she's older to be fair <laughs> There's the iconic line, I'm MTV and you're VH1. <laughs> Classic. Um, so she is like, she wants to be cheer captain. She wants to be prom queen. She's neither because um, Steph's there. And so she hates her. And then they do the cheerleading routine, right? Yeah, it's the pep rally. I do have um, ableist slurs. Oh. Not written out i don't know what i don't remember what they were but um in my notes so i guess perhaps of the time but also yeah this wasn't made back then it was made now so. that's the only downside like, anyway that happens a bit later on and i'm like yes that probably she would have said that because she is from that time but also you didn't need to put it in <laughs> yeah it was mm, some questionable choices but anyway the pet rally scene yes hot in here starts playing the chili does are killing the routine and then tiffany orchestrates it so that steph is gonna fall when she's flying and she hits the ground so hard my note is just omg she died r.i.p <laughs> <laughs> it's been 15 minutes <laughs> i mean i knew it was gonna happen so i was like okay but yeah (laughs) cut to 20 years later and she's in hospital right she's been in a coma for 20 years because she hit the ground so hard (laughs) and kevin from this is us is on the tv slay (laughs) slay also okay i think before that there was the insta live thing that i was talking about because i have a note saying they shouldn't have had it Okay, I think it did start with the Insta Live when she's like, let me tell you about every how we got here. But it's like through her telling her Insta Live. Because I was like, it would have been better if we had just started with her in like 1991 or whatever it was. And then like, she obviously like falls and then like wakes up in 2022 or whatever it was. 
I think it would have been more like dramatic because like I feel like they definitely did something at the beginning where we see her woken up so we're like okay well she's clearly gonna be all right do you know what I mean sometimes I'm like make us question what's gonna happen to her you know yeah not gonna lie I don't remember (laughs) any of that at all but yeah so she wakes up um and is like very not aware that she is like a lot of time has passed like which I think is understandable right 37 yeah um so yeah she like ends up like going out and being like hey like why am I in hospital lol um like what's going on can you call my dad or something and then like she sees herself in the mirror yeah the nurse is like the cheerleader woke up and she's like um head cheerleader actually (laughs) or like cheer captain yeah it's cheer captain (laughs) but yeah martha and her dad pick her up at this point i'm like why isn't she asking what happened like she doesn't seem to be questioning it at all and she's not wearing a seatbelt when she's in the car considering she just got out of a coma no seatbelt she should be wearing a (laughs) seatbelt but they didn't have them then but my very next note no, but this is 2022. Dude, they had seatbelts in 2002. Yeah, but like, I don't think it was as like, le- it wasn't like, not legal, but like, I don't think it was as like, you have to wear a seatbelt, it's the law. Hang on, I'm going to look up driving laws, give it me a minute. It almost definitely was. Okay, 1984, never mind. <laughs> in, in America. Although, in- Thank you. <laughs> Although in New Hampshire, there's no um, enforceable laws on the wearing of a seatbelt. According to this Quora website. Hey, but isn't New Hampshire's um, (laughs) slogan, like, live free or die? (laughs) Jesus. Don't quote me on that, but I'm going to Google that. (laughs) Because they have, like, no taxes or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I remember seeing... Oh, okay, maybe not. Okay, I was I was going to defend her, but it turns out she was not in a defendable position. <laughs> Sorry, side note. New Hampshire's motto is live free or die, and it was written in 1809. <laughs> <laughs> Different times. <laughs> Different times, dude. <laughs> anyway, anyway. She's not wearing a seatbelt. Not wearing a seatbelt. Which belt. becomes Drops very clear word. why in the next scene. <laughs> she throws herself out of the car. <laughs> oh yeah because they drive past okay they drive there's this house that she like that was in her neighborhood that she saw when she was like the teenager and was like i'm gonna marry the jock my jock boyfriend and we're gonna move into that house together and they drive past it in like present day blaine she wants to marry blaine and they drive past it and she sees does she see blaine i feel like maybe she does and she's like oh my god this is amazing and then she goes on like knocks on the door and like Tiffany's there because she married Blaine. <laughs> um, so like she's like her world is crumbling because everything that she wanted to do, Tiffany did instead. Um <laughs> also I have a note about Blaine is a fucking course Blaine is the lay about gamer husband. <laughs> He's not he was the guy on the TV. Yeah. In the hospital. Yeah. I have a note of that right at the bottom. His, so they, I don't know if we see this at the end or if like we do see it at the beginning. And I just didn't notice. Like the reason she wakes up from the coma is because Blaine does a car advert because he's like a car salesman. Because of course he is. 
he does a car like salesman pitch where he's like, come down to my car selling place so you can get like a ride for prom. And she's like, prom? <laughs> Wakes up. <laughs> I don't know if I completely misunderstood that. I thought he was like an actor. No. <laughs> well, I don't know if he is or not, but I feel like, I feel like it makes more sense that he's a car like dealer guy. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Um, but we never see him doing any of that. It's only in that like one little bit. But uh, yeah. <laughs> um, also, after Tiffany like sees death and like is like, oh my god, you're awake, you're alive. This is so crazy. Um, she like Steph leaves and then like Tiffany just necks a bottle of wine straight from the store. <laughs> Which, like, I think even if she hadn't been, like, a terrible person and caused her to go into a coma for 20 years, I think seeing someone who's been in a coma for 20 years awake would also make me be like, oh my god. Yeah, that's got to be pretty jarring. Mm. Especially because it's clear that Tiffany has, like, put this girl in a coma and then never thought about her once Yeah, has just been after like, slay, time to live my best life. Um... <laughs> No regrets. She was as good as dead to Tiffany. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't know what happens next because I've put yearbooks in. Oh, I do know what happens next. Mm. Duh. Seth leaves a yearbook on her doorstep because he's like too scared to go in and see her. I don't know. Yeah. That bit's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know why. And she looks through it. But she leaves the door open. It's night time, right? She leaves the door open when she gets the book for all the bugs to come in. <laughs> I love that you have your priorities straight. <laughs> You're like, what? the bugs. There's lights on in the house. <laughs> the bugs are going to have a field day running in there. <laughs> oh dear. Um, another, okay, following that, um, we. I feel like we haven't really spoken about grown-up Martha, but we can get to that when we do. Um... So, does she then go to school? Is that what happens? Yeah, basically she decides that, like, she needs to go back to school and finish. She didn't have very long left. No, she just had to do, like, her final exams or something, right? Or, I don't know. Mm. A few classes. Nothing crazy. So she's like, I'm going to go back to school. And Martha is the head teacher. (laughs) So that's convenient. Yeah, like, I have a note where it's like, why has nobody moved away from their hometown? Like... Everyone either works at the school or related to the school. No one's left their hometown. Like, none of the main characters. Everyone is still in, like, the 10-mile radius. <laughs> we say that as two people who have moved back home. <laughs> With plans to move away, though. That Do you know what I mean? I think it's different. This is 20 years down the line. I would have hoped that we've both <laughs> moved away 20 years later. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Okay, yeah, true. <laughs> So yeah, she makes this mood board. She's like, I'm going to do all these things. I'm going to be popular, get friends, be prom queen. And she's like, I'm going back to school. They get her car out of the garage, right? <laughs> I, this car has been sitting there for 20 years. It starts first time. <laughs> he might have her dad might have My been like, maintaining it. My car doesn't even it. start first time. <laughs> they, her dad might have been like keeping it you know, clean. He's got nothing else to do. He's He's a widower, so... Okay, yeah, true. But if I don't drive my car for like a week, which uh, oh, <laughs> happens more often than not, yeah. 
Um, I say a prayer from the doorway down to the path <laughs> to the car, hoping that it will start. Um, but yeah, so I think then she meets like some students. Yeah, she she's in school, and she oh, there's a there's a sweet scene where she's in the corridor and everyone's like on their phones. So she starts pretending like to use her calculator. Yes, that was really sweet. I forgot about that. <laughs> I was like, oh, it must be weird though, like to go from, because I think what, what was it ninety one, like mobile th- phones weren't really a thing. I don't think. This film was set in two thousand two. Oh, two thousand two. I'll just. Why did I yeah. just say? Oh no, the ninety one was or whatever the t- date. The nineties was the bowling party. That was different. I forgot about that. That was ninety nine. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Not ninety one. Listen, <laughs> I knew that was on one somewhere. Um. Yeah. So okay. So two thousand two. I think mobiles existed, but like most people didn't have them. I feel like we weren't quite in Motorola t- Razor territory yet. Um, no, we're doing like Nokia, yeah, sort of vibes, you know. But yeah, definitely not to like the level. So yeah, I was like, oh, that's like that must have been like a huge culture shock, like going from like square, like foot deep TVs and computers to skinny little things. Um, I have a thing that says I love that they think she's being Y two K, when in reality she's just from the two thousands. <laughs> I know, and ironically, her like vibe is totally in right now. Yeah, literally, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, you're you're so t- trendy right now," and she's like, "Okay." <laughs> she's like, "Oh, thanks." <laughs> okay, so she goes to the canteen and she meets these two kids. I do not remember their names. Um, <laughs> neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, these two kids are like. They would be like stereotypical outsiders, but they're like in a cool way. I don't know. I don't really know how to describe them. Yeah. But oh, they're that's like it. her guides. Because she sits down and she's like, because she's asking about like cliques and there aren't, they're, they're, these two are like, we don't really have like cliques anymore. It's not really a thing. Like, Yeah. She's chill. like, where do the cool kids sit? Is this the cool table? <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> and then she's like, okay, how do I become prom queen? And they're like, we don't do that here anymore. Martha got rid of it because it's, like, not inclusive or whatever. Mm. And then, okay, that is that is kind of relevant later. But then we get Brie Love's intro. <laughs> I have in my notes, she's got to be Tiffany's kid, right? <laughs> because I just felt like it was so, like, obvious. She's, like, being mean to her, but in a 2022 way. <laughs> I was like, oh, this this is Tiffany's child right here. <laughs> and yeah, she was. And she's like an influencer, Instagram influencer. She's not like the popular girl in school. This girl has sponsorships. This girl is millions of followers. She is like a big influencer. And still at school. Yeah, no one Humble actually queen. likes her. No. <laughs> um, but she has a lot of influence in the school. Like if she doesn't like something, then no one else does yeah is it brie said to um steph she was like when she's being like backhandedly mean she goes oh i love your your body positivity post <laughs> and she's just like i'll just show you off my new bathing suit <laughs> and i just have an emoji though yeah <laughs> just really got her face <laughs> oh. 
but yeah so that was that was what she said like being mean but yeah i also have another quote i don't know if it was from this bit or not but it's i'm still adjusting i just found out there were eight more fast and furious movies <laughs> yeah i feel like that's when she's talking to the these two kids right yeah if only they had names <laughs> what a um, shame <laughs> terrible that they didn't name them really that's so sad i know (laughs) anyway they're like her gurus of 2022 okay and so steph is learning all these things and she goes to martha to ask like what's the deal about prom queen also where is the cheer squad and martha's like i run that now (laughs) (laughs) i mean she did technically run it in the past as well wasn't she she was like because Steph made her, like, their secretary, I guess. Like, she had, like, clipboard and was... Yeah, very true. So she has the experience. <laughs> What's the next scene? Because I think I've got to the, She's the Blaine reunion. The cheer scene. They're on the football field cheering. And Steph goes in and she's like, okay, which one of you is cheer captain? And they're like, oh, actually, we're all cheer captain. And she's like, oh, my God, this is horrible. Wait, I'm cheer captain? <laughs> like she's obsessed with it she's like oh i hate that that's weight so you mean i am also cheer captain okay slay oh yeah because their cheer routine isn't um it's not like a cheer routine it's just them doing like slam poetry (laughs) is that right yeah they have topical cheer routines like there's no like short skirts or like crop top cheer in cheer uniform either. It's like joggers and long sleeve t shirts. <laughs> yeah, just all round not the vibe. Not the vibe that Steph is going for anyway. <laughs> no, she's like, this is horrible. Then she goes to the library and she sees Seth, who is also a teacher at the school. <laughs> Because, as we've established, no one left. Literally, all caps, why do they all work at this school? Because <laughs> I think I thought Blaine also worked um, there, but I think he was just there to uh, drop something off for Brie. Anyway, they see Seth. Yeah, he's at the library, and is he, like, dating a new person, or he says he's got a... No, his ex-wife, he's divorced. Yeah. And she looked like Steph, right? Diana, I think, his ex-wife. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> That was, I was like, oh my god, she looks like her. That's, okay, (laughs) interesting. That scene honestly doesn't, it's not particularly relevant. It's just to establish that Seth is into Steph. Yeah. She goes home, Mm -hmm. right, I think. She goes home after a day at school and her dad's gotten her a phone. Yeah. An iPhone, (laughs) right? Yes. And this part really bugged me. iPhones in the box, they come face up. When you open the box, your phone is face up in the box. This one was face down. It was such brutal product placement. <laughs> I was going to say, they needed that. It's like face down so you see <laughs> they, see the Apple on the they back. They needed that Apple sponsorship money. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like almost 100% sure they come face up in the box. Now yeah. I'm doubting myself. but no, I think they do. I was sure at the time. <laughs> Then she must go back to school. Sorry. My my notes are so incoherent at this point. She must go back to school after getting her phone and her dad and something. Mm. I don't know what happened. Well, she is, like, just at school, so she's back and forth a lot. 
Um, there's also a whole thing. I hate with, that. <laughs> there's also a whole thing with like we see Bree's home life, and it like is turns out like her mom is very like, um, what's the word? Very much behind, like, like controlling. Yeah, like controlling, and like very much behind her being an influencer, and it's like, oh, you have all these sponsorships you need to like fulfill and everything, and she's like, oh my god, mom, I don't want to be doing this, and it's like, ah, oh, of course, she doesn't like her mother. <laughs> what a surprise. Um, and I put, oh, classic popular girl is only popular because someone pressures her into it, as we saw with Sierra Burgess. Yeah, I've forgotten everything about that film. I've seen it <laughs> at least twice. <laughs> She's at school and Seth is like, do you want to come see Deep Impact, the film, with me? It did have some sort of relevance for them. I don't remember what it was. Oh, I think Blaine and Tiffany were also there. And the whole time they, she's trying to make um, Blaine jealous because she obviously still has a thing for him. Because for her it's been like a week. And they were, you know, dating before she went into a coma. So I think I think that's what happens at the, the like cinema scene. Yeah, she only agrees to go with Seth because she can like go and I don't know make Tiffany and Blaine's life hell again. I don't I don't really know, <laughs> but they're there and they're just like messing around in the cinema and it kicks off. Tiffany gets like chucked out, doesn't she? Yeah, I think that her and Blaine have like an interaction outside of the cinema. I know they have an interaction outside because I know. There's a point when they're having a conversation and he's like, I'll keep cheating on my wife. I don't give a fuck. Like, I want to date you again sort of thing. And he's like, listen, I'm a DILF now. <laughs> yeah, that was... Yeah, I'm not sure I was fully expecting that, but... I screamed when he said that, like, unironically. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Then she gets her phone confiscated at school. <laughs> Or wait, or is it her dad? Her dad takes it off her. She throws like a, phone? a teenage tantrum. It was amazing. I was like, slay. That's so two thousand. She's like losing her mind. <laughs> yeah, it's so two thousand. Which can you imagine <laughs> being like you've come out of a coma and you still think it's two thousand two and you suddenly have unfiltered access to the internet and just like, knowledge. She was probably inhaling it. Like <laughs> it was probably like rotting her brain. <laughs> And he liked, he's kind of like, have you seen those videos of like kids being told that they can't have any more cocoa melon? And they just like have meltdowns. <laughs> it was kind of like that, but I like haven't. adults. I saw one the other day and I was like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, apparently it's like really what interesting. What is cocoa melon? It's like a YouTube um, channel for like kids videos, but oh. like apparently it's like really overstimulating, so... It's like not advised that you like show it to your kids just because it can, it's just too much for them, like their brains. So, well, that's what I've heard. For some reason, I'm on like parenting. I, I get a lot of parenting videos. Like, you know, what is it? It's like Mon Mon Montessori or whatever. Like parent raising. Montessori. <laughs> yeah, I get a lot of those videos, and I'm like, I do not have kids. I am 22. Like, I'm nowhere near that yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I've carefully curated my algorithms to never show me a child <laughs> oh my god <laughs> although t uh i'm going to say this in code so my phone doesn't hear <laughs> um the clock app <laughs> thinks that i perhaps am about to have one of aforementioned creatures <laughs> 
Oh god, so you get lots of pregnancy ones. Which I am not. No. Yes, (laughs) very many. Oh my god. I've literally taken to typing in code whenever I talk about that app, like on messages. (laughs) Oh my god. It's ridiculous. Once, I'm not even joking, once I thought of an outfit I was about to put on Mm. and then I scrolled and the next video was someone wearing that outfit. It just knows you, like... (laughs) I was like, this is horrible. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Back to the film. Um, I have Let's Go Shania Twain, but I don't know if I'm jumping ahead or not. That is so far ahead. (laughs) She goes to the cheerleader's house. She wants to get the cheer squad together to actually make them dance Mm. properly. Oh, one of the girls might be called Janet. They did give her a name. Oh my god. This is a win for Janet. <laughs> Love this for Janet. I need to look this up. Anyway. 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 She's teaching them how to dance because they're all kind of nerdy, right? Maybe that's just how schools are now. We've been out of school a good... Four years? Few years. Well, I, I realised on Thursday that it had been four years since our A-levels results day, so... But it's been like... A while since we were in school in school, you know? Yeah. Sixth form was different. You're right, it is Janet. I'm trying oh, to find I love that for Janet. the guy's name. No way was he called Yaz. Hang on, I need to check this. Okay, I think his name, the boy's name is Yaz. Yaz and Janet. Okay, interesting. Are we sure? I mean, it says Yaz. I just feel like I don't remember that. His name is Yaz. What a sleigh headshot. Good for him. Anyway. Anyway. Steve Aoki? Oh, I have that in my notes too. Hang on. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's the DJ at the party. <laughs> anyway. Dude, no. I don't I don't I can't even find that in my notes because you must be so far ahead. No, Let's... I was I literally was just looking at the um IMDB cast and crew. That's how I know who it is. <laughs> oh. Okay. I was looking right. It. Anyway. She gets Insta famous. All these brands send her stuff. She's very slay. Yeah. Tiffany is president of the PTA. Mm. And it costs $93 for a ticket to their prom, <laughs> which is extortionate. How much did ours cost? Not that much. I think it was like £30, maybe? I don't remember. I don't remember paying for prom. That's the We thing. definitely did. We had to get tickets. but I know we definitely did, but... No more than 30, I don't think. It was like 20 I don't remember either of our proms. <laughs> I remember 2016. I do remember 2018 vaguely. Yeah. Because we could drink at that one, so it was a lot more interesting. I also just have such a vivid memory yeah. of me <laughs> looking at you when they were doing like the awards, they were presenting the awards, and I was like, if Beep doesn't win Rear of the Year... We're rioting. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he did win, so it's <gasps> fine, but <laughs> Yeah, we'll bleep his name just in case. Yeah, yeah, but, I will. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a uh, well deserved award. <laughs> oh what came. Do you know the only thing I remember from prom? Oh yeah. Is um when we were all like dancing at the end, you were there. Um I remember Can't Hold Us. Macklemore came on and you slayed it. Yeah, I know the words to that song for some reason. Yeah, I didn't know that until that very moment. (laughs) 
I know several Macklemore songs, which I'm not proud of, but here we are. No, I was living for it. It's like, <laughs> go off, Helena. Anyway. Anyway. We also find out the origin story is Blaine and someone wasn't broken up. Was it Blaine and Tiffany or Blaine and... I think Stephanie, technically, because she went into a coma. So they were together, right? I don't know. Someone wasn't broken up and someone... that Tiffany hates... Tiffany hates Stephanie because her and Blaine weren't broken up when Stephanie, like, got with him originally, I think. That was, like, the origin story. Oh, right, yes. Yeah, because he would... Yeah, it makes sense that he would have cheated on Tiffany to be with Stephanie. I love that they're both Yeah, we were wrong about when they go to see the movie, by the way. That doesn't come for a little bit, but... (laughs) My notes get completely incoherent at this bit. I have... Shania, let's go, girls. Yes! The product placement in this show is wild. The weed, and then keyboard smash. <laughs> what was happening there? I saw a letterbox review that said she gives away some weed for free. I don't know, but okay. Like a whole jar, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember who she gave that to. <laughs> um, I have a... That's a W for the LGBT community, which I think is... It's because Martha's, Martha's gay. gay. <laughs> Um, which they reveal. Isn't it because she says, like, she says something homophobic and Martha's like, Steph, I'm gay. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I, in my notes at this point, I have the note, I forgot to take notes. <laughs> so I must not have been watching. No, I think you were enjoying yourself too much. I think that's what it was. <laughs> Martha being gay, like, came out of nowhere and I was like, yes. <laughs> and I just lost it. <laughs> Anyway, then she goes on the cinema scene. You know what we were talking about earlier about the cinema scene? Yeah. Just pretend that we were talking about that here. <laughs> that kind of explains, like, I put a lot about Seth. I was gunning. I loved Seth so much. I wrote so much about this man. I was like, I love him. Oh, my God. I thought he was... I, d- I clearly didn't care about him at all because I don't write about him once. <laughs> oh, my God. I put Seth date and that's all I put. Yeah, he basically. I think he. I think he played along at the cinema thing, like to make Blaine jealous. I think he was like playing along with her because he was like, she's still seventeen mentally, yeah. so I'm gonna entertain this. And at some point they go bowling. Yeah, and there's a conversation they have where she's like, he's like, oh yeah, like I used to have a crush on you when we were in high school, and she's like, oh my god, what? No way! And he's like, yeah, but you know, I'm a, I'm a grown up now, so it's whatever. It was in the past, sort of thing. And I was like, what a mature man telling her just straight up being like yeah i used to have a crush on you i have a note that says slay grandma okay um <laughs> couldn't tell you what that's about not gonna lie. then we have like a tiffany and her daughter moment you owe me for being alive she's so mean to her she really is also i have a note about she wears like very 50s housewife clothing as like when she's like the adult version and i was like oh the symbolism <laughs> I didn't even notice. And I love costumes. (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany's very much like trying to build the perfect life where she's like the stay at home like mother and like her husband's the breadwinner and everything. She's like um, head of the PTA and everything. Like she's very clearly like building this like perfect life for herself almost. And I think that was like, I was like, that's why she dresses like that. I mean, Brie is the breadwinner in their family. (laughs) (laughs) Blaine is just like, a layabout dad. Blaine is like the teenage son that you have that plays video games in your basement, except that's your dad. <laughs> that's you as well. <laughs> Listen, okay. <laughs> I don't need to be called out like this. 
Okay, I think we go to prom next? We go to prom and like Bree's mum Tiffany has used her influence on the PTA to get prom queen prom queen reinstated. Yes. So that's happening. And I guess someone at some point says to Stev that she lost prom queen back in the day. And I have a note that says she didn't lose, she was in a coma. <laughs> like, there's a difference. It really is. It's prom. Wait, before prom, I just wanted to say there's a scene with like so I think Seth agrees to go to prom with her as like friends because like, you know, they were best friends before this. And also she wears her mum's old prom dress. Um, and I have a note that just says, yeah, that her mum bought her. Yeah, but her mum yeah. chose it when before she died. It's cute. And I was like, oh. Yeah, Seth comes to pick her up. He's got a corsage. Steph's dad starts grilling him as if they haven't known each other years, which is funny. <laughs> yeah, I have a... This is weird for me too, sir. <laughs> yeah, like, come it, on. That was a good scene. I did like that because he was like, I'm going to do the thing where, like, I threaten the boyfriend of my teenage daughter, but also you're, like, 30 <laughs> and my daughter is also 30. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just a sweet scene. They go to prom and Blaine is, like being weird about it right he starts being creepy and yeah well he's kind of creepy something happens um yeah very true i know that sleth sleth jesus seth takes a dig at tiffany and he's like it's probably killing you that you aren't um like up for prom queen either because he says something like i don't know if they say something i don't know anyway he's like i bet you wish yeah because she's against brie yeah Right, like Steph is against Brie and not Tiffany this year, this time round because Tiffany is a mother. <laughs> she is thirty, like thirty eight or something. <laughs> yeah, but Blaine like makes a pass at Steph or something. Mm. They're like in a back corridor, and Seth sees this right, and he's like upset because it's the classic. Like he thinks something's it's the going on. Crush these other crush in a compromising position and takes the wrong message away from it. But, it's a classic. <laughs> Yeah, but Seth is an adult in the Me Too era. Why was he not concerned? <laughs> Very true. It looked dodgy. <laughs> I was like, do better, Seth. Anyway, they're at prom and that's happening, but also prom queen is happening. Mm. And Brie withdraws. So does Steph win? <laughs> Sorry, just to clarify, <laughs> does she win? I think so. Okay, okay. Brie withdraws. So Steph wins. And she has a tear away skirt. <laughs> Iconic. I have a note, hang on. Before they announce before Brie withdraws, <laughs> they announce that there's one thousand votes for her, which they're like which is weird because there's Do only three hundred people <laughs> who could vote. Because <laughs> her mum was like was adding in say, extra ballot like... slips. So so her mum fabricated oh. at least seven hundred <laughs> extra votes. Which is so funny to me. That's so many. I respect the hustle. I'm just taking ranges. <laughs> yeah, they go to a, the like after prom party. Yeah. Which, look, I assume those do exist. Mm. It's just I did not go to one. <laughs> I think I was exhausted. I think everyone went to a club anyway, right? Yeah, most people For went to McDonald's and then either to the club or home. Because our thing was like right next to the McDonald's. <laughs> That is true. Um, the party is at the lake house, right? Yep. Martha's lake house. But because... She still has a key, right? Like, from when she was, like... 
Yeah. And I don't think she gets permission. No. And also she's 37 and surrounded by 17-year-olds. That's the problem. But Tiffany has gone full cartoon villain at this point, And she, like, calls the police. Which, honestly, is community-minded, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I strongly disagree. Oh, really? I mean, that is like a... Yeah, I guess in her defence. I've literally put in her defence, she's still mentally 17. Like... Yeah, I have. She's mentally seventeen. She is. She's not the responsible and does adult. Does not know the consequences of her actions. No. And then I have Martha and Seth haven't changed since high school. They're offering her no grace or empathy for doing the same. But like, if, like, they haven't changed since high school. Like, why should she have? Also, she was in a coma. She's literally still in high school in her mind. Yeah. Like you people need to. <laughs> Like, it's been, Get like, three weeks it. for her, and for them it's been 20 years. Like, you have to cut her some slack. Yeah. They keep saying, like, oh, you willfully screw people over. I was like, well... Okay, I don't think they say that, actually, because I've got that in my notes, but that sounds like a me phrase. <laughs> <laughs> they basically keep saying, like, she's a bad person and doing stuff, but she literally doesn't understand she was in a coma. Why are you still bitter 20 years later? Yeah. Steph gets an Uber home because no one wants to take her home. And the Uber driver <gasps> is Alicia Silverstone. Yes! <laughs> I screamed and paused it. I was like, yes, give me the cameo of my dreams. And she is Deanna Russo, the woman who used to live in the fancy house yes. that Steph was obsessed with that Tiffany and Brain, Brain? <laughs> Brain. Blaine now live in. <laughs> ironic because he doesn't have one um anyway <laughs> true and that was she basically tells her like look life doesn't always happen the way you plan my life wasn't perfect and now i'm an uber driver i don't know what happens after that i have flashback to school why did no one ever tell her that the accident was not an accident and that tiffany pushed her yeah she didn't push her I don't think well, she, she told, caused it though. No, yeah, she told her like the people who were meant to catch her to not catch minions. her. Yeah. Her minions, yeah. <laughs> Which like no one tells her this, right? Steph is unaware for the entire film that the accident that caused her to be in a coma for 20 years was not an accident. And Tiffany and the other two girls never get like punished for it or anything. And everyone else seems to know because there's a video of it. Yeah. Oh, that, I forgot that there was a video. Yeah, God. <laughs> it was very strange. That was a massive plot point. Yeah, definitely something that they should have fixed. Because then she could have been like, I forgive you, even though that's a really terrible thing to do. And then they move on. Because I think she does, like, forgive her for being, like, a terrible person. But, like, girl, Yeah, she they do, like, become <laughs> friends. I think yeah, when they're like doing the like forgiving and hugging, I'm like, oh my god, she almost killed you. Yeah, like obviously you could be mature about it, but like also, you know, you, it would be nice if you knew. <laughs> yeah, that was very weird to me. That is the one thing I would like to fix. Yeah, my fixing thing that I mentioned was it would have been nice if we had had any sort of reference to Martha being gay beyond her being like oh, I'm gay. Like, that's it. We don't get anything. I even had a little thing that I wrote that was, it could have been like, why did you think I had a framed picture of me and another woman in white dresses on my desk? 
I don't know, you guys are really good friends. Like that sort of thing. Because it's very 2000s kind of mentality, especially for women. Yeah. I was like, just show me something. Give me something to suggest, like to show that Martha is actually gay and to didn't just say it because she never interacts with anyone else like other than Steph. And I was like, please, can we like see a partner or something? Because I think she goes to Martha's house at one point and I'm like, is this lady lonely? This this is homophobia. <laughs> I won't stand for it. Yeah, this is definitely a case of like the plot of this film was fine, mm. but the execution was like pretty sloppy. Yeah. They also don't address the fact that Steph now knows why Tiff hated her all these years. Like when they're making up, you realise that Steph now knows why Tiff hated her because she always thought it was for no reason. Mm. But it was actually because of the Blaine thing. Yeah. And, but she doesn't know that Tiff tried to kill her. Yeah. Oh. Kind of a major Anyway, thing. that whole scene was poor and needed to be completely scrapped and redone, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, she graduates. She graduates. They do the scene. The dance? Yeah. Oh, before that she does the dance, she does the uh, Instagram live apology that we see kind of at the beginning. And she's like... Oh, yeah. Very 2022 Easy A. I loved it. (laughs) That's one of my favourite films, actually. Easy A? Yeah. I've seen it once. Big Emma Stone fan. Emma Stone? It is. She's... That girl dyes her hair and it's a different person. I swear to God. (laughs) Right. Like, you're telling me that's the same girl that did La La Land? Okay, sure. It's also Penn Badgley is uh, Woodchuck. Who did? The mascot. What is that called? What's his name in it? I don't know. I've seen that film once. (laughs) No, wait. That's going to really bug me. Isn't Gwyneth Paltrow in it as well? Woodchuck Todd. (laughs) Who? Gwyneth Paltrow. Isn't she, like, fucking a teenager? Um, no, that's Lisa uh, Kudrow. Oh, Phoebe from Friends. I was close. They look similar. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda Bynes is also in it. She is! Oh my god. And Stanley Tucci. Yeah, I knew Stanley Tucci because there, there's that, that, that iconic scene when they're eating breakfast with her like little brother and they're like, it's yeah, fine, and you're like, like bloomers. And he's like, I'm adopted. And he's like, who told you? <laughs> I love that. Like, that scene also, is so nice. Yeah. <laughs> Ali from Ali and AJ is also in it. I don't know what those two look like, I'll be honest. Like, they just look like Avril Lavigne in my head. Because they're from that era. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> anyway, we're very off topic. That was easy A. <laughs> we'll watch that at some point. Not for this, but we'll watch it. <laughs> she graduates. She sells her car, which was so cute and still run after 20 years, which is a miracle. So it qualifies for like the vintage tax i think so i don't know why she sold it well she got that she got that vintage bank yeah right <laughs> anyway she does the dance she does the move that almost killed her 20 years ago she doesn't fall i mean her poor dad had to watch it the same stunt that put her in a 20-year coma yeah. he was probably terrified <laughs> but anyway it all goes fine kelly clarkson is playing obsessed yeah I don't know what happens next, but I have Bewitch, Say La Vie, obsessed. Literally, I put not Say La Vie as the credits. Like, that's so 2000s film. Like, I was like, yes! <laughs> I was bopping. It's such... I loved it's it. It's such an... Like, that year specific. It was amazing. Definitely nostalgic. Like, what you said at the beginning was right. This film is nostalgic for us. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I didn't think it was that bad. No. Also, they had old school credit scenes. Yes. yes. Oh, this film. Bring that back. Yeah, I miss that. Or like the bloopers while the the, cu- the credits are rolling. I miss that. Yeah, and bring back DVD menu. DVD menus things. and bonus features interviews. And not like two minute things yes, on YouTube. I want Simon Cow in Shrek level. <laughs> Of bonus features, okay? Yes! Oh my god. That is the most iconic thing ever. <laughs> I need it back. Really? I know as well, like, you know Over the Hedge? They had, like, mini games yeah. you could play. But it was they were really bad because you had to use, like, the controller, like, the rem- your remote control for your DVD player. And they were, like, there was obviously, like, a lag because those remotes are kind of old. Um, I just remember doing this, like, one and just doing so badly i was like this is unplayable <laughs> trying to like do press you remember up and down the games like... that you could get on the tv no like on like disney and stuff i didn't have disney rosie we were poor growing up ah. we only had cbbc and citv that was it <laughs> i'm sure there were like games on other channels as well though i just feel like i vividly remember them but they must have they must have connected to the internet right I mean, not but they didn't, because our TV didn't connect to the internet. No, this is old times. I think it was just like, maybe the red button. Had like yeah, it was like on a button. Program or something. Kind of teletext vibes. <sighs> I miss it. <laughs> anyway, we need to fix it now. I think we kind of did. She needs to know that Tiffany caused her to ca- coma. I think that's the biggest one. Yeah, she needs to tell Tiffany that she knows that she hated her for the Blaine thing. Martha needs to be more gay. Yeah, more more gay Martha. <laughs> um I think the dance routines were fun. Do you know what? This is like not too big of a deal. But at the beginning when Martha and the dad pick uh Steph up from hospital, mm-hmm. I was terrified for a solid ten minutes that Martha and the dad were a thing now. <laughs> yeah, I think I did have that thought briefly and I was like no, they wouldn't have done that, right? <laughs> I feel like they needed to make it clearer that they were not shagging. <laughs> oh. I was sat there in fear. Um, valid, honestly. I could see why you would think that. I also remember, like, when they first pick her up, they're, like, kind of mean to her. And I was like, she just woke up from a coma. Back off. I know. <laughs> that was... Yeah, okay. They could be a bit nicer. I also think... So I'm going to go back to what I mentioned earlier like I think the way it started was like not the best it could have been like because I know before she goes into the coma they show her in like 2022 doing the Instagram live thing and like doing a bit of a voiceover first and I was like it would have been so much better if we'd started in started from the beginning like 1999 and then just go through chronologically because it kind of makes it a bit more like mysterious instead of oh here's how I got here lol do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I was like, we don't need to see that. Like, we can just go through it. Because it would have been more impactful as well if it had just gone straight from her being like, I'm cheer captain, yoo-hoo, I'm going to do my jump. And then hits the floor. Everyone's like, oh my god. And then it cuts to her in the hospital bed. Because then, like, because the whole, like, the room in the hospital, there's, like, all these cards, like, birthday cards in the hospital room. And, like, they get older as like the ages on the cards are getting older if that makes sense and I was like that is such more strong storytelling of like 
She's been here for a while because there's all these birthday cards. Like a bit of environmental storytelling goes a long way. Like I don't know. I just feel like they could have. It would have been more impactful if they'd done that instead of putting the like narrative, the narration at the beginning. But it's very minor. Yeah, I agree. That definitely it definitely made me think of Easy A because Easy A starts like that mm. with Olive speaking into her webcam. Yeah. God, there is a lot of similarities actually, isn't there? <laughs> like layout wise with Easy A. I think there were probably like loads of references to other films yeah. that I just didn't catch. This film is also very much similar, I guess, to Seventeen again, but like without the very dubious moral oh, moral stories. Like the whole time I was like, this is like Seventeen again, but like less bad because there is one like storyline in that where his daughter is like crushing on him, and he's like please stay the fuck away i'm your dad yeah. but i can't tell you that at least he is like not into it but like even so it's, it's... But that in itself a back to the future reference oh right? really i haven't seen back to the future <laughs> oh there's there's a bit where because he goes back in time mm-hmm. and his mom like tries to get with him and he's like please do not do that <laughs> you are my mother please no yeah mm. but obviously they're the same age anyway yeah. I say anyway so much. Please cut at least three of those out. (laughs) Two little things that I would fix that aren't relevant or like crucial to the plot at all. I would have her close the door when she gets the yearbook (laughs) so the bugs do not come in. And I would have her jumpstart her car. (laughs) I love that. I don't want it to run. (laughs) If my car doesn't run, hers can't. She gets in and she's like time to use my car and then it doesn't work and she's like dad my car doesn't work yeah very realistic um, because also she is not nice to her dad throughout the first half of the film yeah but she's like a teenager though you know like i think it's expect to be expected true. it's not right but it's to be expected i also love that for the dad they just made his hair gray that's it like in terms of like aging him because it's the same actor for her dad but all of the other actors are like different obviously because they're like teenagers and then adults whereas the dad is just the same actor so he just made his hair gray and that was it i thought that was quite funny (laughs) yeah this film wasn't so bad you know trying to think about things to fix definitely one of the more enjoyable ones i was expecting it to be a lot worse yeah oh my god same (laughs) I saw that Rebel Wilson like produced, wrote, and did everything for it, and I was like, hmm, the quality perhaps will not be excellent. <laughs> but it was alright. Yeah, not bad at all. If you want something easy and kind of that will make you nostalgic for the 2000s, uh, this is a good one. This has the highest rating of any flicks of film I've watched. Like the highest rating you've given it, or the highest rating I've given average? it, that I've given it, from my personal enjoyment. That is not hard, though. <laughs> Let's be real. Well, listen, Work It had two stars, so did The Princess Switch, so, you know. I didn't rate this film when we watched it. I don't think I cared about it enough to rate I it. I gave it two and a half. I was like, this film is mid, and that's okay. So it's going to get middle of the road rating. Do you know one thing I did think was fine this time round? The title. Senior year. Yeah. It, yeah. It's her senior year. It's not creative, but... It's descriptive. And she's a senior now. Yeah, I guess the job done. Can't can't complain. <laughs> I think I think the title thing came because we watched Tall Girl and we were like, this is such a bad title, we need to fix it. 
Yeah, true. The others have not been as bad. No. But Netflix titles in general are not the best. They always kind of seem like they just kept the working title. Yeah. I still can't believe they called Tall Girl 2. Tall Girl 2. Too Tall, Too Girl. <laughs> that would have been so funny. Like, a Fast and Furious reference. It would have been so funny. Tall Girl 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> can they do... Like, can films use that? Like... I don't know about too Electric Boogaloo. Tall, Too Girl. I don't no, know if that would not be... Electric Boogaloo, but... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it would be considered, like... I don't know. I don't know if it's copyrighted or not. That's the thing. I will say, you know we were talking about like the 2000s films, even like the poster or like the cover for it is in that era with the like white background, just her. Yeah, I agree. I liked that. And it has a tagline. <gasps> High school has changed, but she hasn't. A slay tagline. This film is almost two hours long though. Is it? It's 112 oh minutes. Oh my god, it gets points knocked off that. <laughs> 90 minutes or nothing. Says the person who watched Nope last week that was two hours. I would forgive Jordan Peele anything. You know how I feel about him. (laughs) Oh, we haven't done the thing we like. I will say my favourite thing about this was the music. I knew you were going to say that. As soon as I said that, I was like, the music. (laughs) Um, My favourite thing was Seth. I loved this man. I don't know what I was on, but I was... Every time he was on, on screen, I was like, yes! I love him. Um, yeah. I thought he was a great love interest. You were feral for him, but I thought I he was, was a wet wipe. I like... <laughs> I like... I like wet wipe men. <laughs> I like we are learning so much about each other today. <laughs> Literally, I finished a book earlier that my friends have already read. And I was like, yeah, it sucks. These char- these men were, like, abysmal. And my friend was like, yeah, that's the point. That's why I like him so much. And I'm like, he's a terrible person. <laughs> We have very different views on men. <laughs> You're so valid with that, though. <laughs> I will say as well, it was kind of cool to see, like, a man of colour as the love interest. I don't know. I feel like you don't see that very often. Yeah. To see that. The cast was pretty diverse. Yeah. Like, Tiffany is um, Asian American, right? Yeah. She was booked and busy in 2020. And since then, has not been. The only person that was booked <laughs> and busy in 2020. Yeah, it was it was a pretty diverse film. I think that was the, like the improvement on like the old twenty the uh, two thousands stuff was that like it wasn't all just skinny white people. <laughs> Very true. I did appreciate that, and I love a two thousands film. But yeah, sometimes you watch them like as an adult, and you're like, oh yikes! <laughs> like one of my favorite two thousands films was She's the Man, and even then, some- I have to watch it and be like taking off the glasses i'm just here for vibes i rewatched that <laughs> literally this week it is one of my favorite films but it's it doesn't hold up super when well when she comes down the stairs and kiss me starts playing six person <laughs> on the richer and i'm like yes just oh actually that film has aged quite well yeah there are worse films for sure <laughs> i was watching it and i was like wow this actually has aged incredibly well for it's films of this a, era. It's such an iconic film as well. Like when he's like uh, in a conversation, she's like, "Okay, end of relationship." I love her. And Matthew Lillard is in it as the guy that the mean girl dates, Shaggy. Yes. <laughs> and also Stu from Scream. 
You've seen that now. Yes. I have, yes. So I can reference it. <laughs> yeah, after my uh, horror class. Almost a year ago now. That's kind of crazy. Oh my god. Okay. Anyway. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Are we going to talk about what we're doing next time? No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it a mystery. A fun surprise. Um, we can't commit to that. <laughs> we did have one, though. The Chosen. It's coming out. It's the Camilla Cabello one. No, not Camilla Cabello. Camilla Men- Do we have one chosen? The Riverdale girly. Hang on, you sent a link. D- do Revenge. Oh, Do Revenge. <gasps> Camilla Mendes and Maya Hawke. Yeah. Yeah. That's our September film. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, it premieres September 16th, so we have time to record an episode and upload it. Because we now are on a uploading last Friday of the month schedule. Because that is realistic, I think, for us for the time being. Um, <laughs> because we've not actually done an episode that we've mentioned that in yet. So, yeah, from now on, for the foreseeable future, we're going to release episodes on the last Friday of each month. So, it's kind of something to look forward to at the end of the month. Although it will be a signifier that the next month is coming soon, which is not great. <laughs> like, it is the 20th as we're recording this, and I'm like, oh, cool, so we have, like, 11 days Max, that's fun. <laughs> but my favourite like month change is August to September, so mm. I'm living for this. I'm so excited. Speaking of the Riverdale girlies, there is a new film called Look Both Ways, um, starring... The one where Lily Reinhardt is yes. like pregnant and also not pregnant at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's literally just sliding doors, but 2022. And I'm very keen to see what that's all about. Oh, dude, I said the P word in front of my phone and now the clock app is going to be on me. P? <laughs> what did you say? What Lily Reinhardt is in that film. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I got you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do our outro? Because I don't remember it. <laughs> Yeah, so you can follow us on Twitter if you want. It's at Flix's Pod. And as always, thank you to Sylvie for our theme music. You can find their album on Spotify, wherever you get your music. And there'll be a link in the description as well. Otherwise, we'll see you next time. Hopefully you watch the film with us, and if you don't... Yeah, actually... <laughs> it's highly advisable that you watch the film with us, because we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Especially for this episode. I feel like we did... I don't think we kind of covered the plot as well as we have done for some others but I think this is a good film, I think this one's worth a watch so maybe you should spend time watching it and then you'll understand what we're talking about but yeah, otherwise uh, we'll see you next time Goodbye They didn't fix my tooth, by the way. Oh, no. To go next week. Oh, They my called God. me up. Sorry, this is not related to senior doesn't matter. But they called me and was like, our machines are broken. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, yeah, our machines are like, donezo.